Well, hello everyone. Radio. Well, hello everyone. Our guest today, Dr. Todd Ovakatis, was just with us a few months back, and now there's much an exciting event on the edge, ready to pop, that we just have to share it with you. Not only that, but everyone can participate in it too. Dr. Todd realized at an early age that his interests in genetics, lasers, traditional, and alternative medicine would somehow combine in a synergetic explosion of new technology. He acted upon his passion and is now bringing healing on a global level. You are now listening to the International Taz and Paula Show, and I'm Paula. And I'm Taz. Well, in May of this year, I attended a Lee Carroll event in Monterey, California, and Dr. Todd was there presenting what is now in the works with his Pineal Tone series. And at that time, he gave us a sound demonstration coming physically from his throat, the subtle toning song of a whale and dolphin, and everyone in the room was astonished and so excited to realize what we had experienced our bodies simply responded as if they had been rewired to a higher frequency. Wow. To give you a little background regarding Dr. Todd, he completed his initial undergraduate studies at Northwestern University in Evanston, Illinois, where he was first in his class of 1,800 with a 4.0 grade point average. After two years, he was one of 26 persons in the nation accepted in an accelerated combined undergraduate medical school program at Johns Hopkins University. And it was here he received his Phi Beta Kappa recognition and a bachelor's degree and earned his MD degree from Johns Hopkins University Medical School. Dr. Todd then completed a residency and chief medical residency at Georgetown University Hospital in intern medicine, uh, internal medicine, and this was followed by advanced subspecialty training with a fellowship in pulmonary and critical care medicine at Georgetown University Hospital. Today we will be talking about the upcoming Lemurian Peniel Tono series and what effects it has on our bodies and our planet. Mm. For a decade, Dr. Todd has been developing the Pineal Tone series, inspired by the deep inner knowings, a remembering of an ancient time in an ancient land. It was Chiron who identified him as Yahweh, one of the greatest architects of all time, who built the temple of rejuvenation on the mountaintops of Lemuria. He was also known as the Spin Master, one of the greatest scientists to ever walk the planet. His legacy continues in present day as he fulfills the edict given by Chiron. Lee Carroll, who channels Chiron, brought this information forth in Mount Shasta at a Mount Shasta seminar Dr. Todd attended in 2010. We're going to have to ask Dr. Todd what his response was after hearing Chiron say this. Dr. Todd, your life is certainly touching so many lives. It's such an honor to have you with us, and welcome. You have such a busy, busy, busy life, and to take time to be with us is uh, beyond our expectations. Well, it's a pleasure being on with 
the two of you, Paula and Taz, and to share with your listeners some of the information that is about the particular body of work that uh, I've had the privilege of participating in. So uh, thank you for inviting me to participate. Well, Well, we we heard you just came in last night from Atlanta, Georgia, and you're flying this evening to Kenya, Africa, and uh, capturing this interview in the middle of your journeys is something that we never dreamed that we could do, but we managed to do it. (laughs) Very well done, I might say. It isn't that easy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we have some exciting things that... Well, we'd like to share. You know, Dr. Todd, is there um, a little spot maybe you can kind of share what happened in Atlanta, Georgia, and why you're going to Kenya, Africa next? Well, there were a series of activities in Atlanta. Perhaps the first of them was meeting with the largest holistic medical group in the U.S. Southeast, a very wonderful uh, organization with excellent doctors and a wide range both of so-called conventional as well as complementary therapies. And that is a group called the Progressive Medical Center, and they would be someone that I would recommend for any health issue, particularly ones that are more complex that would want to have the best both of the complementary and conventional medical worlds, and it was a pleasure to share with them the work that I've been doing that relates both to medicine, and they were interestingly quite excited about the esoteric side of the work, including the use of tones. Uh, They participated in the seminar I later did over the weekend on Saturday and Sunday, which was in part instruction about what I would call health and longevity and the latest, greatest uh, technology that have to do with uh, rejuvenating the body and extending the human lifespan, as well then as the work that is more the esoteric work, using tones and tone patterns in a particular way that also relates to creating a balance of body, mind, and being, and particularly about the ability to enter into certain relaxed states of being that facilitate and awareness enhancement as well. Mm-hmm. And then the event in Kenya coming up is an extension of the work that I've been doing with public health in Africa. And for several years, I've been developing a protocol that involves the use of nutrients for rebuilding the immune system as well as natural immune enhancing herbs from the rainforest that I combine with information from our laser technology that creates a protocol altogether that's been very beneficial for HIV in Africa, and it's also been addressing malaria, hepatitis, and a range of other conditions in developing countries all in one comprehensive protocol. So I'll be meeting with colleagues there and beginning to have interaction with East African Ministries of Health to look at developing more research in that area as well as expanding our programs. So which rainforest? Is it the rainforest in um, South America that you're getting the herbs? or The information about the herbs 
was originally from the literature and cultural experience generated in South America. And it's interesting that other rainforests will produce the same species. So I have been receiving some of the herbs for the formulations that we use from South America, and we're also getting them from the rainforest of India. Interestingly, in fact, the region of India from which we are having herbs cultivated for us after very particular specifications is a region called Kerala, which is also the birthplace of Indian Ayurvedic medicine. Oh. I'm sure that's not a coincidence. Probably not. (laughs) Well, you know, getting herbs from the forest sounds like it's really... um, you know, there's, it's not going to be sprayed. <laughs> it's really going to be really fresh. Um, so the pureness of it is probably beyond what, you know, most of us would think we would have the capability of, of having herbs to work with at that point. So do you put, right. these, herb, do you put mm-hmm. these herbs in your formulas that uh, you currently are selling? The protocol that we've developed for immune recovery, what we call the immune support protocol that we have been providing at no charge in developing countries to determine how much of a difference we can make and to understand the best way of using the protocols, those herbs have largely only been used, I think, almost Uh, Almost exclusively, we've used that particular set of herbs just in those formulas, and they have not yet been for sale. We've really been taking our time to do extensive research on the clinical effects, uh, making sure that the safety profile is where we'd like to see them. So it's a consideration we have, particularly as we start working with the ministries of health, when we go from an R&D phase into a phase where we may distribute these particular protocols more widely. Uh-huh. Well, we can't wait. <laughs> yeah, but the but you're um are you able to you said you're doing research. So, how do you do your research? Are there a few people that do you take the supplements so you can see that the um support it's giving? Depends on the particular formulation. We have a variety of collaborations internationally and some domestically as well. For our HIV program, we have collaborators in South Africa and in Kenya that coordinate the programs that we have there. We also have a very active research program in Russia where to date we've done a total of 10 randomized, double-blind, placebo-controlled clinical studies and that will cover 10 different formulas that have a wide range of applications, everywhere from general health to rebuilding the function of particular organs and systems. Do you you see uh, in the future of creating our own rainforest, uh, for example, in domes where you can uh, grow these herbs? I do. I think that... Innovations in agriculture 
will probably be part of creating a healthier, happier, and more enlightened world for it will be possible to control the growing conditions, particularly creating an environment where pest control is easier and would allow cultivation that would be free of the need to use uh, strong chemicals both to keep the bugs away as well as to prevent the growth of of undesirable uh, uh, <laughs> soil-sucking uh, <laughs> herbs called weeds. So the the ability to create an environment that would have controlled conditions that could, for example, replicate the heat and humidity of the rainforest and ideally some of the solar conditions as well and then be a natural environment that would readily prevent the presence of pests and weeds, then those could be grown in excellent organic conditions. So I think particularly with herbs that are very beneficial for the body, that really strengthen the systems with a high level of potency, that that kind of cultivation uh, would probably be very cost-effective. You know, this brings to mind something as as I'm sitting here, and um, and I just having re-experienced some of the tones that you have done on your website, um, and I'm wondering, you know, the 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 re-energizing and the revitalization of the body after listening to the tones. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if if you've thought about or if you do use those tones like when you're growing things or or have you made a connection between the um, the vibration the plants give off according to tones and things on that order for healing aspects? That is a very interesting and timely question. <laughs> okay. Just a few weeks ago, I met with a researcher from one of the Mexican universities that has a strength and specialty in agriculture. And it's very interesting. We have some initial work where they're using the so-called Qi laser-enhanced nutrients, and Qi spelled Q-I stands not only for the Eastern concept of life force, it also stands for quantum information that we are applying with the lasers. It's more than just light. It's light created in a very special waveform with very special uh, engineered modulations that has the ability to, in essence, inform molecules uh, how to be of an optimum structure and even to be at a higher energy to work more efficiently for their desired nutritional and other benefits. So using the enhanced nutrients using this Qi laser technology, there have been some extremely promising results with the enhancement of plant metabolism and plant growth and even resistance to pests, which is quite interesting as it is free of the use of chemicals to do so. So that's a prelude to why we have the discussion. And then he brought up a very interesting topic, which is that their laboratories have experimented with the so-called effective music on plants, particularly the Mozart effect. And what they have found 
if they play music at certain hours of the day, they can have a very beneficial effect on plaque growth. And what was particularly fascinating was that there is a classical music effect so that if classical music is played during certain hours of the day, there is a particular level of enhancement of plant growth and the yield of crops. If classical music in general is played, and then very interestingly, if Mozart is played, the effect is even stronger than with classical music in general. So I provided him recordings of the tones, and he's going to replicate the classical music and Mozart experiments and see how the tones rate on potential enhancement of plant growth compared to classical music as well as Mozart. Wow. Uh, have you heard of Tom Kenyon? I have, of course, heard of Tom it's, Kenyon. And his, his voice, you know, how, when you were talking about that, I used to play his tapes uh, mm-hmm. on my with in my garden. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like they were my garden was beautiful. I don't know if it mm-hmm. had anything to do with it, but you know, I had just tuned in and I thought that the garden needed vibrational um sounds. So that mm-hmm. so your recordings of the Tony would be marvelous, I would think. <laughs> well, it's always exciting when it's possible to test even an esoteric or vibrational healing concept scientifically. And Tom Kenyon's work is extraordinary. He has a beautiful voice and is highly intuitive, and the tonal presentations he makes are uh, amazing. Uh, Many people I know have, have been to those events and found them to be extremely beneficial. So I admire the work uh, in the area that he's been doing. And it would not surprise me if your plants were not growing a whole lot better than they otherwise would have had you not played that music. It will be interesting to see when the tones are tested systematically what effects will be observed. Now, will people be able to, because um, I, I listen to the the tones on, on your website, will people be able to... Um, buy DVD, I mean, CDs of the tones eventually? Eventually, I believe we will be doing that, yes. Because I would, you know, personally, I would love to, to buy them just to have them, to use them personally. So I think that's a must for you to do. <laughs> you know, it would be kind of fun to have it on your headset on, you know, and you get to yeah. hear this and you can hum along with it and... Mm-hmm. And um, sing along with it. You really it daily. It would be wonderful. You could yeah. play it, play it outside to, in your garden so you, for your right. plants. So, what exactly. particular times of the day do do they play the music or the Mozart music, and they're going to play your tones? What time of day did they play it? As I recalled, it was a stretch of time from late morning to about mid afternoon was the best cycle. And if they played the music round the clock, it's interesting, it was almost too much stimulation and the the plant growth was not as effective. Oh. 
I wonder if that's something to do with, like, the acupuncture. You know, if you sleep between 10 and 2, it's the best time at night. And I kind of mm-hmm. wonder, if, is that the same kind of thing we're looking at maybe for plants, too? Well, that is about the same time frame that he was suggesting gave the best results when playing music to the plants. Interesting. Yeah. And uh, I'm th- we're throwing so much at you, but have you thought about essences? Because there's flower essences that you can that pick up the vibrational uh, field from the different flowers. But could you do that with herbs? I mean, with these herbs that you're working with and make essences. That is a good question. In other words, the herbs that we have been working with that have particular benefits, say, for enhancing the structure and function of the immune system or the liver or other internal organs, whether we might prepare them in such a way that we would have, in essence, the essential oil from them as opposed to a dried powdered extract of them. I haven't really thought about that idea, but that would be interesting. Hmm. So let me ask you a question. When did you begin to see a pattern here when, you know, I want to combine the toning and and everything that you're doing. What, What really stimulated all of this to taking place? I mean, I can just imagine a little kid running around humming and, <laughs> you know. But, I mean, did you do this when you were younger? Or what happened when this toning came into effect? I mean, was it something you had been doing on a regular basis? Or or what happened? Well, I have had some interest in vocalizing in the past, though not as systematic as you're suggesting. When I was in medical school, one of the great things that happened was at the Peabody Institute, which is, in essence, the Juilliard of Baltimore. Uh, It's this wonderful music school that uh, trains at a very high level. And... Peabody made an agreement with Johns Hopkins University to give Johns Hopkins students a very attractive uh, tuition fee to take courses there. So inspired by that, I actually, during medical school, was also taking voice lessons at Peabody. And that would be the most serious formal training that I've had And other than my time in medical school, I wasn't really pursuing that or training actively and really was not focused on tones of vocalization in particular until I was inspired to look at it through uh, some of the work uh, with Lee Carroll and information about there being more to DNA that we can see and suggesting that there would be ways to activate the function in DNA that was ordinarily dormant. So my use of the tones was an intuitive response to answering the question, is there some way that the so-called 
non-coding part of DNA or the inactive part of DNA could be flipped from the off to the on position. So it was an intuitive quest that I began working with that, and that was the process by which the series of tones that I described as pineal tones was developed, literally one level after another in a type of intuitive sequence. Uh, Before you uh, were in the cryon setting, were you aware that these were coming from ancient times, the Lemurian times? No. It was more of an intuitive process, and it is always appropriate in a discussion to create the distinction between what I will call scientific and esoteric, in that the scientific is based upon objective measurements that can be made with physical instruments, whereas Mm -hmm. the esoteric, you may have a feeling that something is true, but it's more based on what I would call an inner yardstick or feeling of whether something is so or is not so. And I do make that distinction. So with regard to this work with tones, I would call it an intuitive process of defining patterns that seem to have a beneficial effect on the body and a balancing and stress-relieving effect, as well as what I perceived intuitively was beneficial to the deep cellular actions of the cell and, as Bruce Lipton would describe it, epigenetically, shifting the pattern of gene switches turned on and off to create a um, a greater balance in the internal organs and cellular structure. So for some time it was simply an intuitive process of developing a system. It was only after doing that for a couple of years that there was uh, information from other sources, particularly through Lee Carroll and Cryon, that what I was producing was a recreation of of ancient methods. Oh. So were you able to do any testing by chance, for instance, testing from, um, uh, you know, I guess if I had, if I was a researcher or something, I would look to see the DNA patterns and how they changed and altered with the particular music or the toning. Were you able to see that change at all, Dr. Todd? Well, it may be possible to observe for such a change where you're getting into a realm of experimentation that mm-hmm. would actually take a fair bit of time as well as resources to do those types of protocols. <laughs> yeah. So I okay. think it will be interesting to do that research, and it's a good question. And systematic research of that type has not been done. It could be done in the future, And the plant experiment will be the first real systematic experiment of comparing, in essence, control to active to see if there's a difference. And I think it would be very 
promising, if not provocative, if simply playing recordings of tones made with the voice had a significant salutary effect on plants going better, which would certainly suggest that it was creating a vibrational or energy environment that was improving plant metabolism, health, and growth patterns. So if it's working on plants, it's a probability it will help the humans. Now, now Crian spoke of 24 original multidimensional pineal tones. So so you have now the 24 original multidimensional Lemuria tones. Well, as as far as it's possible to to feel that is so, uh, the system now is expanded to uh, a full twenty four levels. That is correct. Wow! And perhaps the biggest development with respect to that is the next step of the process that is identifying how the levels pair to create yet another level of complexity of the patterns in which one tone, which is a type of song, is sung at a particular pitch level, and then another tone level or type of song is sung at the same time at a different pitch level, so literally two different songs sung at the same time, each with a different pitch, that creates an even more complex patterning of tones and overtones and harmonics. Those pairings have been done, and now I'm looking at defining of those 12 pairs what is the order and sequence that can then go into yet another level of complexity of presentation of that vibrational information. So this is what's happening when you um, create choirs of people. You're teaching choirs the tones, and they're they're doing different tones to create something more complex. That's what's happening. Well, I believe what you're referring to is a very interesting project that was inspired, if not requested, through the Lee Carroll Avenue, which is the presentation of a choir. And the understanding is that this was a type of process and type of presentation that was done in ancient times where tones of this type were paired in the type of way that is being done. And it was done in large groups that there would be two to four hundred singers in each group and each group would sing one type of song or tone pattern while the other group sang a different and complementary song or tone pattern. And the overall effect then would be a profound type of choir. 
So the events that I have been doing, in addition to giving information about the latest um, evolution of what I would call rejuvenation and regeneration medicine from you know, all avenues of approaching that, including the latest in the biomedical technologies that it takes it into turning back the two different types of DNA aging clock, literally reversing aging at the DNA timing clock level, as well as work that can activate someone's stem cell processes internally to have a stem cell amplification from within or even those stem cell therapies that are directed from without. In addition to that, the programs have been sharing the tone levels and even some of the parents in anticipation of creating a choir on the island of Maui that will target those performances for the long-awaited and long-talked-about date of December 21st, 2012. So you're going and, to go ahead. And as an update, what's interesting and very, very moving is that there's been an extraordinary response to this invitation and perhaps a type of intuitive call to participate or even a remembrance of such energies and experiences that at this point we have already about 800 people that are signed up to participate in the choir process happening in Maui on that date. And there will be other choirs in other uh, parts of the world at the same time? In terms of the one that is after this style of pineal tones, the large-scale uh, official one is happening on the island of Maui, and there are going to be many groups around the world that will be singing the tones and possibly even the, the same pairings that we'll use. Uh, so there will be the concentrated choir on the island of Maui, and then there will also be choir groups singing this style in many different countries of the world. Are you going? Excuse me. Are you going to mesh all of this maybe with Skype? Nope. Oh, okay. It's just going to be a time sequence that everyone will do it, I guess, huh? We're going to record the big program. Uh, on Maui, so we plan to record both of the actual presentations. The the grand ballroom in which the choir will be held holds about 540 people, so that we have more than filled the room, as it were, and as the event will be in the order of three hours, we'll have time to do a second choir, so our total can be up to 1,080 people altogether. So there is room still for about 
280 more people before everything is completely full. And what we're working on, and I believe we will be able to accomplish, is that that will take us into the evening, and we plan to reverse, reserve a space uh, outside on the lawn of one of the uh, grounds nearby so that both groups can create one grand choir that may mm. have as many as a 1,000 people or more singing the choir under the stars. Oh, that would be wonderful. <laughs> that is incredible. <clears throat> okay, now, so when you okay, I was just gonna say you want to announce what, when they're gonna be in San Jose, so people in San Jose can reserve a spot. Indeed, for those in your local area, and even though you transmit around the world, I believe you're in the San Jose area. We are having one of these events, which will be a Saturday and Sunday event, which will be partly about health, well-being, and longevity from more of the scientific and nutritional metabolic standpoint, as well as the work that we do with quantum informational laser technology to make the effects of those compositions more potent for their intended effects. That will also be an event where we will be sharing the 24 levels of the tones as well as some of the pairs, and that will be a qualifying event to be able to participate in the big shindig on the island of Maui. (laughs) And that will be the weekend of November 17th and 18th in San Jose. So uh, people can actually get more information on your website, right? Uh, If people are interested, uh, I would refer them to the site known as LemurianChoir.com. L-E-M-U-R-I-A-N-Choir.com. Correct. And um, All right. And then also... um, uh, it, well, at the same time, we'll give out your website regarding supplements, and that's gematria.com, and that's G-E-M-A-T-R-I-A.com. And we'll we'll also um, give that out, you know. Um, the end of the show. Yeah, the end of the show, okay. Hey, you, were, you were talking about uh, the laser that you use on uh, your supplements. Can you go into that a little bit for our listening audience? Mm-hmm. Yes. So the laser technology is a platform that begins with ordinary laser technology, which is in its own right a very profound invention. So it starts with laser light, which is coherent light where the waves line up in phase, And then from there, it goes through an optical invention that creates a new type of laser waveform where we can pair the waves exactly out of phase. So it's interesting if you take a laser wave and pair it with a wave of the same wavelength, but instead of being in phase, 
which is what causes the coherent laser effect, you pair it out of phase, you add a wave to one that is um, going in exactly the opposite direction. So when one's going up, the other is going down. And when you add them together, it starts with two visible waves going in, and what comes out is invisible light. And that is because we have basically algebraically added the vectors of the electric fields and the vectors of the magnetic fields, and it sums to zero. And this creates a very complex waveform that if you look at the wave combination of the wave plus anti-wave, you have created both a standing wave where there is a cyclic fluctuation of electric and magnetic fields in space that we can also modulate to tune to particular molecular frequencies and thereby, through matching frequencies, create a resonance effect where we can uh, amplify the energy in parts of molecules and reshape molecules to be very efficient for the use in the body. There is also residual light uh, that is also modulatable. So we have a a very complex waveform that we can apply to molecular structure and and generate novel types of effects on the energy of molecules so that on a milligram for milligram basis we can get a greater biological effect. And using this we have done a particularly interesting thing. As proof of principle, we have created the world's first new form of aspirin in over 100 years of research. And the significance of this is that although aspirin was developed and patented in the year 1900, it has only existed in a particular crystal form at room temperature. And despite a century of research, no one has created a new crystal type of aspirin. And that's relevant because if you change the way the molecules arrange themselves in a crystal, you alter the solubility and bioavailability and even the biological uh, action um, of that particular compound. And the form of aspirin we've created is one that is at such a high energy it should not be possible above a temperature of minus 30 degrees centigrade. And this form has been created, but above a very low temperature, it becomes the usual crystal form. But we have infused energy into the system in such a way that this high-energy form has been persistent for over two years in storage, and this is so novel and potentially useful that we've just received... um, a patent grant for this new discovery. The implication of this is that the energy is so high that it will dissolve much faster and have a therapeutic effect at much lower doses. So, for example, instead of the typical 325 minimum milligram dose of aspirin, this could be reduced potentially to 30 to 50 milligrams 
and be taken, say, under the tongue, dissolve almost instantly, and instead of taking half an hour to act on symptoms, it might work as fast as three to five minutes. Oh my gosh. Now, you said residual effects. So with your supplements and even aspirin, does it stay in your body for a longer period of time? Well, the pattern... I mentioned the aspirin because it is creating a form that no other technology on earth has ever created. So it is proof that we can create a stable, very high energy state of a compound that is likely to have a very significant bioavailability effect. With respect to the nutritional formulas where we have a focus on anti-aging, and rebuilding the structure and function of various internal organs of the body, primarily we are homogenizing the molecules so that instead of various twists and bends that can occur the way molecules are processed to produce them, that we can literally stretch them out and straighten them out and enhance the energy to be very efficiently used in the body. Now, one of the interesting effects that we've tested is looking at whether adding a nutrient to immune cells alters the inflammatory process. And as one test of that, we gave an amino acid complex that was an ordinary complex without this chi laser enhancement. And what we saw was that it more than doubled the inflammatory reaction of the immune cells. And then when we gave the the treated amino acids, what we found was that that inflammatory reaction uh, basically was almost completely eliminated. And in fact, the level was, was not significantly different from the baseline level, whereas the untreated had a statistically significant aggregation of the inflammation so we have actually seen an effect of reducing the inflammatory reaction to the compounds uh, as well as the ability to build new proteins and tissues. Now, in Russia, for example, using that particular formula uh, in a study of heart function, we found that giving that formula uh, at the basic dose on the label um, three times a day for 30 days resulted in a 25% improvement in cardiac function in general. So the effects of this process are to increase the efficiency of absorption of the nutrients and to assist in rebuilding tissue and in some cases even to modulate the internal processes so that the net effects go even more powerfully in the direction of the rebuilding of tissue. Wow. What about your product, product, um, stem cell? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Um, One of our very intriguing new formulations is called Stem Pulse. And... This is a formula that was developed in a stem cell lab and 
the way it was developed was that various botanical extracts were fed to stem cells to find out which ones were the most effective at expanding the numbers of the stem cells and as well those which may assist in mobilizing stem cells from the bone marrow into the tissues of the body. And this particular formula was tested clinically where a dose was given every day for a week and compared to the baseline level, the average increase in stem cells uh, delivered to the body was a 120% increase. So that is a very significant increase in the internal production and the delivery of stem cells to the tissues. Now, we've taken that formula and we've added the Qi laser information to it. We've also done some work with stem cell-like cells in culture, and there's a particular laser stimulus that we've given to normal human bone marrow, which has also created an increase in the number of stem cells, as well as evidence chemically of increasing the activity of those stem cells. So we combine the formula plus the quantum information, and the two together creates the stem pulse formula, which basically uh, anyone can take so that their internal stem cells will um, be more active, the numbers expand, more of them are released in the tissue, and of course stem cells can circulate uh, throughout the body in virtually any system uh, which can use more active and healthy cells, the stem cells can go into the tissue and assist to rebuild the structure and function of that organ. So potentially almost any system could be strengthened by using that formula. Including the veins? Uh, Including the veins. Because there's a lot of... uh, My husband's had a heart attack, so he has a lot of scar tissue. So would that help the scar tissue also? Well, it's more difficult to say what would happen with scar tissue because scar tissue is relatively inert, whereas the remaining good tissue around the scar, that's the tissue that's metabolically active and the tissue that could certainly be strengthened by uh, a stem cell strategy. So, for example, if there's an area in the heart that has been damaged from a previous process, the part that's damaged is simply a scarred area, yet there is muscle around it. And if you strengthen the muscle around it, that can strengthen the overall heart action, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Now, I've heard um, inflammatory in the body when we become is a large problem that most you know, a lot of us have. Mm-hmm. So, um, does your um, formulas help that? Well, it was interesting when we fed amino acids to activated immune cells that had an inflammatory response, and the untreated amino acids 
greatly aggravated the inflammatory response, whereas the treated amino acids did not. So that is already evidence of having an effect that would uh, not aggravate inflammation. We also have a formula that has very concentrated natural botanical extracts called Phyto 5000. And this has a series of very concentrated um, extracts from botanicals that are known to have a very high antioxidant activity. So, for example, we have blueberries and bilberries and uh, strawberries and cranberries and green tea and white tea and plant extracts that give the lutein and zeaxanthine that is really great for the retina of the eye and vision and a ginkgo biloba extract to improve the microcirculation as well as a pine bark extract which is a very potent general antioxidant and the antioxidants in general can have a very good modulating effect to you know, protect the tissues from from the typical oxidative stresses or stresses that may tend to provoke inflammation. Now, what's interesting is that our goal in creating that formula was to create a so-called uh, ORAC value of 5,000. Now, ORAC is a general rating of antioxidant action. And a typical serving of fruits and vegetables has a level that's around 350 to 500. So at 5,000, that would be roughly equivalent to 10 servings of fruits and vegetables. When we tested the formula in the lab, we looked at general ORAC as well as the five other main types of oxidant stresses in the body and found that we were active significantly for all of the different oxidant stresses in the body. And when we created a total ORAC equivalent for all those actions, the total ORAC value in a single capsule was over 42,000. Wow. Would this and, help? Go ahead. And we did a double-blind clinical study on that formula and found for a particular measured antioxidant system that just taking one capsule a day increased the antioxidant level in the body by 50% after one month. Oh, wow. Oh, that's pretty great. That so it's candida? a capsule? Right. And that is called Phyto 5000, Phyto for phytonutrients or plant-derived antioxidants. And the 5000 refers to the uh, minimum ORAC level that we were aiming for. Now, would that formula help candida? Uh, potentially. I mean, of course, candida, there are a number of issues related to it, and for candida, it's typically important to minimize simple sugars and fermented foods and um, condiments because those may, may directly feed the yeast. So 
diet is probably even more relevant, and then also a probiotic that help to reestablish the balance of the flora on the mucosal surfaces that the yeast tend to grow. So mm-hmm. a general potent antioxidant may well be beneficial, but it would almost certainly need to be combined with a diet low in simple sugars, relatively low in carbohydrates, low in fermented products, and probably also with the addition of probiotics to reestablish a good balance of flora. So it would be something to add to it, but it would need to be more of a comprehensive program. And uh, Dr. Todd, I guess I want to bring out at this point, because letting people know you really have something for pets as well, a recharge for pets. And that's really exciting. People have, they love their animals. They do, and, uh, as they should. Yeah. They're cool. Yeah, they are. That's a loving. So anyhow, you have something called Recharge for Pets. And um, uh, do you want to just talk briefly about that? Recharge for Pets was designed with pets in mind. And it was such a great product, we actually... After we made a, the formula for pets, we made it available for people, too, but originally it was made for pets. <laughs> and the rationale for it was that we reviewed the scientific literature and we looked for all of the ingredients that were proven to increase the lifespan of animals in a statistically significant way. And so we found a range of ingredients that individually had been shown to increase animal longevity from as little as 15% for the use of that ingredient to as much as 150%. And we put all those components together into one formula. So in general, it's a formula that is very good for providing the nutrients for cellular repair and regeneration, as well as to generate energy from the power-producing centers in the cell called mitochondria. And what's so interesting with that formula is that we've had a number of reports from pet owners of old animals that became much younger where... Uh, joint pain and problems and limitations of movement went away dramatically where the animal's gray hair began turning dark uh, and where organ systems were were tremendously benefited. So we've had a number of of very uh, heartwarming uh, and uh, and positive uh, reports of very good things happening uh, for people's pets, and of course we've had great results with the version for people too. Well, we've had a supplemental recharge, a tonal recharge, and I don't know what else is available. <laughs> well, and we've got to have you back. <laughs> and people we will be able to ask back. you questions in San Jose when you're there about your supplements, and I'm sure you're going to be covering a lot during those two days. Yes. So... Anyone who wants to get a lot more information uh, or to be able to ask more specific questions, we do plan to have a two-day event in San Jose on the 17th and 18th. Also, for those of you who may have been listening to this show, for the next 30 days, uh, we 
will be inviting you to have an experience of the nutritional formulas that have this quantum informational laser enhancement. And that website is gematria.com, G-E-M-A-T-R-I-A dot com. There's a toll-free number you can call, 888-838-8877. And I believe we even have a code if you go online that if you input it or use it on the phone, you will get a 20% discount for the next 30 days. Great. We will share that with all our listeners. So thank you so much. I believe that was Power Taz, wasn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Power Taz. That's, oh, oh, it means powers, Mm P-O-W-E-R-S. Okay, you want to give that code out? Okay. Okay, so um, you can use the um, the coupon code, or you can also um, email us, and I can always give it back out again. But it's Powers P O W E R S is the coupon code. And um, wow, we we got to have you back before the seventeenth if you have a spot of time, and uh, we'll catch you when you get back from Kenya. <laughs> Assalamu alaikum, Jumbo Boy. Safe travels. So those are those are uh, you know, warm, warm greetings for your health and well-being in Swahili. Oh, thank you. God bless you and on your travels, and thank you so much for being with us today. Well, it is a great pleasure to be with you again. Thank you so much for inviting me to uh, chat with you and and those who are listening and hopefully we will all have a wonderful time as we build up to the awaited date of December 21st. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.